Hello everyone, welcome back to the 13th year. This is episode number 21. I'm Tim McCorry. And I'm Jack Salvin. So, in our preparation for this week's episode, we have realized that really not too much has happened here, so... Again. Yeah. We'll, we'll you know, quickly go over what's what has happened. We got a couple little talking points, but we'll try to keep it a little short and sweet, because the second half, we have a, what turned out to be a really great interview with Nolan... Um, when we record this is this is monday the 14th this is valentine's night right now we recorded that what friday maybe thursday um yeah it was pretty early uh pretty soon after episode 20 was uploaded so pretty decent gap yeah so it's been a couple days great great uh kind of interview you'll hear in the second half um but we just wanted to note that this is a couple days later because we do talk about the uh the big game that happened yesterday. So, you know, I know we both haven't had too much, but what has been going on in your end? Um, so, I mean, I spent, I only did like two days of working on target this week. Uh, and I had to call out Saturday, uh, because I went to Connecticut to meet up with my younger cousin. My older cousin is, uh, at Bowdoin right now in Maine. So he wasn't, down there but younger cousin my uh my aunt uh, my grandfather and grandmother just to do christmas with uh, some of them because we just our schedules kind of haven't really worked out until now uh, i think i mentioned it when it did happen a few weeks ago but we were planning on doing this a while ago uh, but that's when the snowstorm hit so uh, the timing didn't work out again so this was the day we kind of last second decided to go down there and open some gifts, have a nice dinner and come back. Um, but that was fun. I haven't seen my cousin and my aunt, uh, my grandfather in probably seven months. Although I thought it was longer than that when I was down there, but I remember that I went there during the summer. Um, so it was fun. Got to see them, had some good food. Uh, yesterday, obviously Super Bowl Sunday. We'll talk about the Super Bowl in a little bit. Uh, it's pretty uneventful other than the big game, but had a lot of fun watching it. I've been really excited for the Super Bowl, and I think it's it definitely big game, lived up. Big game, big game. We don't yeah. like to get flagged here. Um, superb owl. <laughs> uh, you know, the best owl. Uh, it was, Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, we'll talk about it more in a minute, so I don't want to talk too much on it. Uh, today's Valentine's Day, so got Alice some flowers. She got me some flowers. We got each other's gifts kind of late, so they'll they won't be coming for like another week. But uh, yeah, I mean, not too much has happened. Pretty good past few days, though. Uh, I got another response from the internship people uh, in the Senate, and it looks like that they are aiming to come back March first. So. Uh, at least I know that I haven't really been missing on it too much, and I've kind of gotten a second research project to focus on. Uh, I think I talked about it the first one I did on um, food delivery apps and like how they're kind of screwing over restaurants, but that's kind of, I did that. Uh, now I'm focusing on lead poisoning in New York State and just kind of how bad it is, and it is really, really, really bad. <laughs> uh, we're pretty much first in like every statistic, Uh it it's really bad and we like clearly have to do something about it but 
I've only really been researching it uh, for the past day, so uh, I'm sure I'll be enlightened to even more of just how bad it is, and hopefully we can figure out a way to kind of remedy that. But Pretty surprisingly kinda, bad. Yeah, like, I we're literally first on, like, almost all the worst statistics that you want to be first in as far as lead poisoning goes. Uh, and I guess I should have suspected that with the city and everything. New York's kind of famous for, you know, it's old buildings and lead paint. Obviously, you can be in those. But... uh is it lead paint or lead pipes? A lot of it's lead paint uh, from what I'm reading, but lead pipes can also be kind of a cause of that. But like I said, I've only looked into it for a few hours today and that's it. So I don't want to speak on it too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's literally pretty much everything that's been going on on my end. So what about you? Yeah, it has kind of... Like the, like the last you know week or two, we've kind of discussed that things have been pretty quiet. Um, definitely has continued here in mind. Um, probably the big event was that the panels finally arrived. For of course, I'm here to do the main project is ten you know little solar systems here, and the panels that arrived from uh, downstate New York that we sent in September, right like the day I left. Initially, they were going to arrive in November, but after a whole bunch of struggles, they arrived this past um, Wednesday. So, spent Wednesday here, um, you know, dealing with, I had to pay for this guy to get this massive flat truck to drive to the Port of San Juan and then drop off the panels here. Um, so, it was, you know, nice event. Of course, ran into some difficulty where they're repaving the roads right in front of where we're at. So the truck had to wait and it's like such bad roads. And the day that they repave it uh, is of course the exact hour that the guys turn up with the truck. But anyway, you know, you know, things had to go a little South for it to be exciting, but it got done. Um, You know, some of the families that had trucks came and picked up their panels and it was, you know, nice for everyone you know, spirits were high. It was kind of the project is slowly building up and uh, chugging along. So that was exciting. Other than that, I mean, things have been quiet here. I've kind of just been, uh, you know, dealing with some small logistics and uh, did another couple site visits. Um, but really nothing, no major news aside from that. It's It has been a little bit of not too much to do in the afternoons, really trying to keep myself busy. So I have been watching some um, some television, which my goal was for this kind of second phase since being back from uh, New York was to not watch television in English. Um, but I've kind of given up on that, and I've been loving my HBO. I watched uh, The Peacemaker, which was just surprisingly good, on HBO Max, and then watched a reacher on amazon prime and uh two just totally enjoyable shows it was good the only other thing of note is that i'm like super close to a window right here that's next to my neighbor so if it sounds like my voice is a little weird i am trying to keep my volume down uh because i can like see slash hear them talking 10 yards away from me so (laughs) If it sounds like I'm trying to limit my audio levels, that is why. So anyway, that's kind of been what's up here. Um, also, I just want to note real quick, uh, not that interesting for listeners, but just for me to know, 
this is I've also kind of uh, like this is the week for a lot of people who've applied to McGill that kind of gotten their acceptance letters clearly. So obviously I was kind of pre-accepted like months ago because of the deferment, they just kind of auto did it. But this is kind of when I'm getting all the congratulations. You were admitted like auto emails. Um, so like today I joined the entering class Facebook group and uh, actually last week, maybe it was this week, I um, submitted my study permit to the government of Canada. And usually they tell you to do it crazy, like as early as possible because it can literally take like seven months to get it back. But literally the next day I got it back accepted. So that was just pretty exciting and it's just kind of exciting to uh He's see officially going to Canada. Falling into place. Yeah. It's, and it's you also cool. mentioned that it's looking like you might officially I know it's been like ten episodes <laughs> in a row where you say, I might go to Montreal this weekend. Uh but maybe it might actually happen, right? Yeah, so um this week I don't know why, I just did not get scheduled uh at target at all this week or this weekend but it kind of worked out because my mom and sister are going to grenada uh, for a little trip during february break uh and my dad grenada kind of get, yeah the caribbean, caribbean nation grenada oh i thought it was grenada all right whatever it's such a weird place to why are they what i don't know because it's, it's a caribbean my mom's been there before and it was good to I don't know. I'm not going. <laughs> okay. Um, why aren't you going? Why would you turn down? Uh, why would you turn that down? It's kind of like their trip, uh, and okay. I would have had to, like Lily's paying for her stuff, so it would have been expensive. Fair enough. But uh, it just kind of seems to be that this weekend could be, it could work out the best. So we're gonna get our PCR test uh, in a few days there's like an arrive Canada thing that we'll have to do and hopefully I'll be able to actually see the place that I'll be spending the next four years of my life at least <laughs> so kind of looking forward to that hopefully that happened and uh I'll finally be able to say that something happened uh, in the past yeah, week I'll on the podcast I'll take the under on if he ends up in Montreal but <laughs> uh hof- hopefully I I'm excited to see your uh your reaction but I guess kind of the only other event here that happened was, of course, the big game uh, last night. Um, I watched it here from my bed on a legal stream, as Jack would say. Um, and I don't think any of either of our predictions were cr- too close. Now, I, I've probably heard about 15 people's predictions between me going to Connecticut and in the group chat, and I don't think anyone was close. I thought everyone... Pretty much everyone thought it was going to be pretty close to 30 points for both teams. Um, and it looked like it could have been the case early on in the game, but everything just kind of stagnated uh, in like kind of mid to late third quarter, early fourth quarter. But it was a very entertaining game. A few lead changes. Uh, very close game. Like literally came down to the last drive. Uh you know the big players the players they wanted to perform performed but at the same time there were some, a lot of very questionable calls that like multiple I, calls I that disagreed. Would go into infamy i disagreed 
I thought there was two bad calls. Yeah, but and I thought there was one bad call on each team. And the way I looked at it, as they, they just like it was. I thought it was pretty fair to both teams. Yeah, I th- I agree with you, but like I would say the two the two big calls were the face mask against uh, Ramsey, Ramsey, and then the towards the end the they called call. that that hold on fifty five, which was just yeah. non-existent. But I'd say those yeah. both resulted in a touchdown. I'd say maybe it even benefited the uh, Bengals more than the Rams. I don't know. I thought I I thought the referees did a fine job with the game. If I'm going to be honest myself, other than those two calls. Which obviously were stinkers, but fortunately they cancel each other out. I thought it was a pretty well refereed game. I, I I didn't think any anyone complaining about their officiating was. I disagree. Yeah, I think anyone saying that there's an asterisk on this uh, big game winner no or way. anything. I think that's ridiculous. Like, I think it was officiated well enough where, like, if it was something ex- like unbelievably blasphemous, like super lopsided, sure. But both teams got calls going their ways um and there was so a pretty it, low yeah, amount of officiating too yeah uh it seems i think there were only like i don't even know i think it was less than seven or eight calls the whole game or something i don't know yeah some crazy which i'm sure i'm sure the nfl was telling them to not throw flags unless it was like absolutely certain because they wanted to avoid those um bad calls like the holding call but at the same time you will get those no calls like the uh, Ramsey thing so I yeah. cut out double edged sword my my overall analysis was I really didn't care about either team too much I kind of like I turned the game on I'm watching it I'm like mm, I don't really care about either one of these teams too much I kind of was just watching it I thought that it's just such a patriotic event it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how over the top it is like oh yeah like but if it wasn't it. I love how over the top it is. If it wasn't like if it wasn't like a big event, like it was the FX that what was it, XFL that did this, where you have yeah. the rock, you have the military planes flying over, you have a Trojan <laughs> chorus, you have a military band, you have just it it is just such so such, American. Oh my gosh. It's like painfully. Um <laughs> which like I kind of appreciate that. And whatever I thought, I mean, my my overall analysis was I didn't care about either one of the te- either of the teams too much. Uh, I thought the halftime show was actually pretty well done. I wouldn't say it was the, my favorite ever. I thought it was pretty well done. And then, kind of just afterwards, reading about all of the NFL controversy, I was like, mm, it's a pretty. It's I mean the league has just so many problems. Hello everyone, welcome back. Pleased to be joined by none other than uh, Nolan Beatty here. Nolan, how you doing? Did I say your, I'm, did I say your last I'm name good. wrong? No, you said it right. I'm I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. Um, I've been an avid listener, so it's it's really nice to be um, to actually be on the show this time. Avid listener, something that uh, we've noticed at Abode Media is how. Uh, active you've been on the Instagram and we've been very happy with that. You were a strong supporter of Chase 5. Yes, definitely. I was 
I was waiting with bated breath for Chase Five to be released, and and when it was, we all. I, I I was I watched it probably within five minutes of it being. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was on the edge of my seat for days. So so, what's your analysis? Man, I loved it. I mean, I thought everybody did an incredible job. I thought the 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 cinematography was just superb. I mean, honestly, it w- it was probably one of like the greatest pieces of media I've ever consumed. Uh, and I'm, I just cannot wait for the next one. So you're going to be in the next one, right? Uh, it would be an honor. It would be in my pleasure to be in the next one. So Jeez over sticks. the, over the past couple of weeks since returning, everyone's been shooting, shooting all their suggestions. So if you're ever doing whatever one night and you get a suggestion, make sure you forward it our way. Okay, uh, I will keep Chase Six on the mind. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, this is your first time as a guest. You're not recurring, so you know, give yourself a little bit of an introduction. Uh, you know, where are you? What are you studying? What are you? You know, okay. Who's, who's Nolan? <laughs> okay, uh, Nolan is a freshman at the University of Maryland uh, in College Park, Maryland. Uh, I'm studying criminology and criminal justice. Um, I am on an intramural basketball team. I, I play saw club a post baseball. today. Was it today? Yesterday? It yeah. It was last night. We had our first game. Looks like yeah. a power squad. If I'm gonna be yeah. Honest. Um, I put up a, an impressive stat line of six points and eight boards. Oh, there we so, go. Uh, not not Board too shabby. Get paid. Yeah, I mean, and I, I'm captain of this team, and uh, I, I, you both know I have some experience being captain of a basketball team. So oh yeah. yeah. I, I bring my my outplus mentality into uh, the Devils Advocates Maryland uh, intramural basketball team. Yeah, uh, and alongside that, I I have a job in the athletic department. I catch bullpens for the uh, the D one baseball team here, and I That's go to school. Cool. So I I'm a I'm a pretty busy guy. I got a lot of things going on. It's but it's a lot of fun. It seems that like seems like a... the perfect mix. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of the things I do are both productive and fun. So it's really easy to kill two birds with one stone when I'm getting paid to to sit courtside at a basketball game and then I get to go play intramural basketball at ten. So uh, it's yeah. hard to complain. And well, UMD is a pretty big sports school, right? Yeah, huge. Um, yeah, I mean, Division One across the board. Uh, Big Ten. So, I mean, I saw Michigan football in person. I saw Michigan State basketball. I was sitting courtside at that game last week. Um, I saw Penn State in person football. Uh, Indiana. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of like big names, like people you see on Sports Center and ESPN. And I, I mean, I work really close with a lot of them, especially considering my position in the athletic department. So I like just looked at a map of university of Maryland right before mm-hmm. we did this. And I thought we do it was, our preparation here. <laughs> I didn't know it was like basically in either in DC or like right outside. It is, it is a half hour from DC. Uh, and there's a Metro stop here in Maryland and there's a Metro stop, um, 
obviously there's plenty of metro stops in DC. So getting to a place like Capital One is is very easy, and and uh, it's 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 very simple and it's very fun. I've been to DC quite a few times for just a night or a weekend, and it is a lot of fun. So you're happy with the. Uh where you're at where you ended up for sure yes definitely yeah i mean people ask me all the time is this like where you wanted to end up and the answer is always no but i'm very happy to be where i am so i had to say i was a little surprised when uh i don't know if i heard it from someone but you're studying what criminology yes i don't know if that's what i would have exactly expected from you but what kind of influenced that decision how are you liking it what is your kind of plan with that going forward uh, I mean, I love it. It's something I've always been super, super interested in. So being able to pursue it as a career is like a dream come true. I, ideally, I'd work in the FBI, um, forensic profiler or like criminal psychologist, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's it's really just been like a continuation of hobbies that I partook in uh in high school, I, I would spend a lot of time reading and listening and watching about true crime. So being able to actually like have the chance to get my hands dirty is really exciting to have as a potential experience for me. Yeah. So one thing we've been asking people is, you know, five, 10 year plan, dream plan. I mean, you kind of already answered it, but five, 10 year dream plan, what would that look like? Yeah. I mean, FBI, um, I don't know where in the FBI. I, I I don't have a like a dream FBI place, but FBI for sure. Um, hap- I want to be happy. I, I would love to. I want to be happy to wake up and go to my job every day. That's always been a goal of mine. Um, uh, I'd like to have a little bit of money. Uh, I'd like to live in a place where I could go see a professional sports game uh, and not have to really struggle with getting back to my house. Um, no and, struggle on the drive home from a sports event noted I feel that <laughs> or even a, a, a subway ride or a, a walk <laughs> anything anything like that I mean I've, I've been spoiled with the fact that I have to I can walk seven minutes to uh, a Maryland football game or I can walk 10 minutes and then sit on the, the metro for 20 minutes and then I'm watching a Washington Wizards game I've I mean, it's such a privilege. So to to have that and then now and then move away from it after, I mean, just like dipping my toe in would be unfortunate, I think, for me, it would be it would be sad. Well, I imagine most FBI offices are in big cities that have at least some kind of team. Yeah. And then that's sort of the idea. I it seems like. The, if I were to work in the FBI, I'd be in a city and I'd be and I I had a choice. I could choose a place where I could go see the Bucks a couple times in season and see the Yankees and then be able to just go and see other teams play. I mean, so do you have that, any connection to the Washington? Forgive the cars and bells uh, for the Washington sports team. Like, obviously, you're a big Bucks fan. And that I, that's not a bandwagon situation. I don't think. It's but, I. I'm very proud to say it is not a bandwagon situation. But, okay, like, are you a Wizards guy now? 
I mean, no. I, I, like, is that hard. your number two? It's hard for me to, to stray away from the Bucks. Um, so I think if there's ever, if there's going to be a, a team that I adopt from around here, it would have to be in the MLB. I mean, what about the NHL? I, I yeah, I guess I've never really been a big uh, high, or like professional hockey guy. It's always been college hockey, uh, especially growing up around my dad having to be at so many college hockey games. So if I were, I could get into the Capitals. I just never have really thought about it. I mean, I, I would like to go to a Capitals game. Uh, tickets are like dirt cheap if they're playing a bad team. So it's been yeah, exactly definitely been an option. So, yeah, maybe if I get into it, then I become a Capitals fan. But as of right now, I'm sort of staying home, staying tried and true with with the uh, teams that I came here with. So it's Bucks, Yankees, and Dolphins, right? Yeah, that's that's the big three for me. So you, you're not making the switch to the Commanders? You, no. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have any intentions of switching over. Does got my DC? Roots. Does DC have an MLS team? Uh, um, yes, I think th- I think they do. Oh, but do they? Do they? I don't know. Washington. I don't know. I I'd, I'd be lying if I said I knew for sure. But I feel like my friend Matt, who likes soccer a lot, has mentioned something about a DC <laughs> MLS team. So that's Wait, sort it, of. I think it's like DC United, right? Yeah, DC I United, think that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they they do have one. So, yeah, maybe maybe I'll get into MLS. But. <laughs> well, I guess speaking of things that used to be united and are no longer united, what do you think of the James Harden trade? Oh, I mean, I think it's so interesting. I, I think that now the Nets are going to be an interesting team, specifically because I have no idea how Ben Simmons is going to enjoy playing with Kyrie half the time and Durant because he struggled sharing the ball with Embiid. So now he's got to share the ball with two guys who are better than Embiid. Yeah. Um, It's going to be, I think he's going to have a hard time and I think he uh, should have been careful what he wished for. Uh, And same with Harden. I think Harden is going to hate Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. I don't think that'll work. I, I, in my um, minor time delay before recording this, I did watch the Mike Karazimba, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, yeah Karazimba. Yeah, while well, I was eating my tacos. And he he seemed very hopeful for the uh, Harden in Philly situation. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you can be hopeful, but I don't think you should get your hopes too high. Because Embiid is the star on that team. And especially this season, Embiid is having an incredible season. He's going to finish top three. He's having an MVP caliber, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be – I don't think that Harden is going to get the ball as much as he wants. And then he's going to go on his little tirade where he will, like, only play some games, only play the games he wants to play, and then he'll end up – like, like uh, just making a big scene, and then just like he did um, in in uh, Brooklyn, and just like he did in Houston, and I mean, in the MVP race against Giannis. Yeah, exactly. 
He's uh, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a hard time. I think that Simmons and uh, Harden are gonna have a hard time on their new on their respective new teams. I'm excited to see what happens. I think. Uh, I mean, somehow. Timmy, just quick note. Timmy's like a half and half Nets fan. So. <laughs> well, I was a Nets fan before they were good. So. That that's, is that counts as something. That's true. I went to. Um, what do you mean you Brooklyn don't know if that's true? Nets. I would have just, before Timmy started calling himself a Nets fan, like more within the past few years, like one or two years, I would have totally it's, it's considered you a than, Knicks fan. It's been more than two years. The only reason Tim, you would consider me a Knicks fan is because I bought that one sweatshirt for. Yeah, Tim, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I never saw you sitting in Spanish class with a Nets sweatshirt on, but okay, I okay. certainly saw you with a Knicks sweatshirt on. That sweatshirt. Guess how much that sweatshirt cost? Probably like eighty dollars. <laughs> That was $150, that sweatshirt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was and funnily enough, you're not purchase. the only person I remember wearing that sweatshirt. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I had like a Chibs gift card for 150 bucks. That's outrageous that someone would buy that. Well, yeah. I don't, for a that's, team that's, that you yeah. don't even like? No, I am a Knicks fan. I'm a New York basketball fan. And, okay. And before the Nets were good, when it was... You know, Jared Allen, D'Angelo Russell. I watched, that was the most I've ever been into basketball was that year where I watched every single home game. So, you know, Jack, you don't have any connection to the Celtics. Well, I guess sticking with sports, we kind of went away from basketball, but I feel like we have to talk outplus basketball with Nolan on the pod, so. I think it would be a disservice not to mention outplus basketball. Yeah, I mean, what is it now? Like year and a half removed since our yeah, last game, I, unfortunately. Two years? No, way, way more than it's, that, yeah. Yeah, it's been probably two and a half. Two and a half years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we lost it last year. Yeah. But we didn't. Quick backstory here. It's so sad. Outplus Basketball was the team that the Abode guys formed, and then none of us really knowing Nolan became you know no, the Spencer prime piece no. there sort of did yeah yeah the only connection i really had was spencer was spencer yeah and my parents knew jack's parents through softball and that was yeah, kind that of it. Right. anyway we 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 made this pretty scrummy team and uh, uh, <laughs> our first Rude. year we won one game yeah was it, was one, it one or two? Oh no two games maybe it was i think it was two yeah, but there was the game with the kid with the glasses. Oh, yeah. And that's probably my my peak was making that. Yeah, yeah, that game. shot. Yeah, you're probably right. You're not supposed to agree with that. Sorry. Uh, and then and then, and then I think there's Christ the King. In... Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm. But we after that we were on the come up. I mean, if we had our senior season, we would have been dominant. I think we would have gone undefeated, and fortunately enough, nobody can dispute me on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think... can you just imagine the lineup of, like, fully grown, or as far as high school goes, you, Chris, we could have a six Kobe, foot lineup, Hanamesh. Yeah. Oh, way more than six foot. Just, the average would literally be like six three. Yeah, I mean, with all four of those guys on the court. But there's no way you're building a team taller than that. And maybe that's not the most talented lineup we put on the floor, but that is a big lineup. Big team. 
if yeah. they if the other team can't get the rebound, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I think yeah. I think we might mildly be overestimating our skill levels, but that's you know that's all right. No, <laughs> I, I, no think, I think uh, I think that we we've we were never good guys. We were never good. We, that is not true. During the pandemic, there was a lot of trips to Blatnik, and we all greatly improved since our last Outlaw season. I think personally, and I think I, we I think been yeah, a very. I think if team. I if we stepped out on the court right now, we could take on the greats of. Capital Region CYO. I don't know about right now. I I don't think I've touched a basketball in like seven or eight months. But I walked to go get a smoothie bowl yesterday, and I was like heavy panting. It was probably (laughs) okay. Well, maybe we should get a few practices under our belt first. Then (laughs) it was maybe half a kilometer, and I'm just like I've earned this smoothie bowl by the time I. That's really that's impressive. I was sweating. That was bad. Um, yeah, I was wearing my Alplus. Uh, shooting shirt today. I wore it to class. I got my seen, shirt here. I've seen pictures of um, Ribic wearing it during his soccer thing. That yeah. He posted about. Yeah. It was a yeah, great I shirt. Mean, yeah, it's all over the place. Well, really, by all over the place, I mean in Maryland, because we have two <laughs> people in Maryland, and then in New York, and then. I could bring it to Canada. Sweet. Let's go. <laughs> Multinational. International. International basketball team. Well, I guess what's your what's your favorite single moment from the three years of Outplus basketball? Wow. That is a hard question. I'll, how about top three not in order? Okay. I mean uh Toby's uh, like Bank shot against the team oh, had the kid with insane. the tattoo. Um, <laughs> I did inbound that ball. By the way, that was it led to a pretty horrible shot. Game winner yeah. in the playoffs, right? Yeah, that was that was first round of the playoffs in our last season. Oh, that but that big. that was probably the worst. No comment game. on the second game. Yeah, second second game we can um, just that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that was um, the most frustrating event that I've ever partaken. Partaken in, part, been a part of. In. <laughs> um, I oh think I gotta give myself some credit. I think I had like a twenty-two point game one game. That was all right. So that I'm was sure fun. You, I'm sure you had some high point game for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean that was fun. Nolan um, was in the paint. There were so many games where I was like, guys, just throw it to Nolan in the paint. Like he'll put I it know. up, he'll yeah. grab it, and he'll put it up again. Yeah, I mean, I would just sit under there and just get rebound after rebound. And then I think I'm going to go I'm going to give two more cuz I can't pick either one of these. I think um the game where the other team didn't show up and we scrimmaged, <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh and then the game that we have the mixtape of against my cousin. <laughs> Oh, and Jack and Jack throwing the kid off of the basketball in the high school gym. <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that. Okay, so that's a that's I'm surprised. Five. I'm surprised you didn't mention the uh, Kobe Bryant memorial uh, sending to overtime comeback win. Or were you that, you were yeah. at that game, right? I yeah, I fouled out that game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was on the bench because I fouled out. But yes, now that you're mentioning that, that's a hard one to forget as well. 
so many um, iconic work. We have to do a whole entire episode on Alpha. I know. Basketball. I mean, yeah, you Too could just talk about Alpha's basketball for forever. I mean, Alpha's basketball is forever. Yeah, Alpha's basketball is life. I mean, <laughs> I mean, even like outside of basketball, like thinking about our music video. Oh um, my god. <laughs> Like I don't know if that can be mentioned anymore on the podcast. <laughs> um, I I mean, there's just been the the lore of Alpha's basketball just runs so deep, <laughs> I, and I, I I just it's it's thinking about it just opens up a world of new memories that I have just <laughs> forgotten about. Well, let's see. We're kind of getting close to our target time but i have to ask you i already you know very briefly texted you about it a few days ago but new mm-hmm. pokemon game out i know yeah. you're the pokemon master of the 518 I, oh jack I has a big announcement that. jack has a surprise that's announcement. not a big that's not a big announcement it's a big announcement he'll no, support it's not. it he'll be your well, biggest of course he'll support behind it. me i don't know we'll see how it goes but guys about me let me, let me official get, announcement from jack <laughs> Let me get his opinions on Pokemon Legends real quick. Okay. Um, so as we are speaking, I think I've delved like 50 hours into the game, which is an egregious amount. <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware, especially as a college student doing all of the things that I just mentioned that I have done. Um, but I I love it. I mean, Poke- or Pokemon is something that I have been very passionate about for a couple of years now uh and having played just about every game that feeling jumping into this one and having it feel so different was really refreshing um and i i mean i don't want to give anything away but like like there's some aspects that i am just in love with like i never had one set team which i was super big on you never really have to like stick with one team um, yeah, finding shinies is easier, which is so rewarding. Like I've caught like like three or four, um, I, and I mean it is so fun. I mean, it's it gets a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild, which I understand, and I'd argue that Breath of the Wild is my favorite game on the Switch. So to have a game from my favorite franchise that's like my favorite game is is really uh, an exciting moment for me. And I mean, I remember when the game was announced uh, a little over a year ago, actually it was probably just about a year ago. Yeah. I was like so excited. And I mean, I've been counting down the days and uh, it finally came. And fortunately I was not let down. Yeah. Well, I've kind of, you know, as I've been playing it, I, uh, I kind of been thinking like, it'd be kind of cool. This, this is the big announcement, a, everybody. No, 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 it's not. But I'll get <laughs> to it eventually. Um, like, it would be such a drastic change. I don't think many people would support it. But it, I think it would be cool if they experimented with, like, a similar open world format, hopefully with, like, more villages and towns and stuff. They could throw in, like, an optional gym leader circuit. So you could do it if you wanted. Like, it's yeah. there. But you don't have to. But also... Mm-hmm. Do you know what like Pokemon tournament is? Yeah, I do. If they made the battling like that instead of like the turn based thing. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be I like people probably wouldn't 
universally support it because yeah it would be like super cool niche but it would be i think it would be really fun i think that'd be cool and before i talk about what timmy's hyping up way too much what's your favorite starter Big announcement everybody of all time my favorites um i think mudkip is probably my favorite very solid choice i i, I it's like the first one i remember picking um so it's hard to to get away from that all right, I guess I'll. <laughs> yeah, I can ask everybody. Big stuff. Uh, this so, is Jack Salvin talking. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This deserves no hype. Uh, so I've kind of been looking into it in a bit, and I think I've decided that I'm going to try to do a nuzlocke, which is the first thing, the first one that I've ever done. I don't know if you've ever done any. Yes, I I have, and <laughs> it's it's a lot. It it's. <laughs> It is an emotional experience. Uh, and right. I guess for the listeners who don't know what a Nuzlocke is, so and I guess you don't know what Pokemon, how Pokemon games work, this won't matter to you anyways, but you can just skip this bit. Um, so normally if a Pokemon faints, you can just bring it back to the, uh, the local town, get it healed up, and you can go back and try again. In Nuzlocke, if a Pokemon faints, it, it's over. You can't use it again. You either have to release it, or put it in like your storage system permanently. You have to nickname all your Pokemon so uh, you get more attached to them, and you can only catch the first Pokemon you see on each route. So it limits how many you have, and you can actually lose the game. And you can do extra rules from that, but that's like the basic formula, formula that I'm probably going to try to stick to. Uh, what generations have you tried it on? That's not the big announcement. That is the big announcement. The big <laughs> announcement is that you can watch it happen on the Abode Media website. Maybe in like a few weeks. because it's gonna take That is time, big but. news. That is exciting. And that is something I will certainly tune into. Let's play with Jack Salvin, guys. The release date's not absolutely decided yet, but I'm It'll excited. Be a long time. It'll be the greatest thing since C. Twigs has done his, <laughs> his Let's Plays Fortnite <laughs> gameplay. It's going to be a long... It's going to be probably at least like... 25 30 hours of gameplay that i'm gonna have to fully record and then edit so yeah it's a long time that yeah that's gonna be a commitment but sounds sounds like something i would enjoy watching (laughs) yeah Uh, if you're if you're looking for people who would like it you can you can put me on the tally well the kind of i'm still kind of trying to decide which generation to do i'm trying to find one that i can kind of comfortably start in but nothing that'll be like so easy that i could use one pokemon just kind of walk through it right kind of deciding between like leaf green fire red to the gen Mm -hmm. one remakes or gen three so like ruby sapphire probably not emerald i don't know if you've tried on either of those but if so yeah so your suggestions i have done it on emerald emerald is my favorite pokemon game so that was the first one i did um i think Black, white, black two, white two are both really good options. If you're looking for a more modern game, that's still challenging. I think anything after Gen 5 is kind of where you get into the games that hold your hand a lot. So I definitely wouldn't look any further than Gen 5. But uh, I think you could go black two, white two, emerald, heart gold, soul silver, or... Uh, fire red leaf green all right those those are my suggestions uh, that's a, obviously a, a long list but 
there's lots I mean, those of those are all things. Those are pretty much all the ones I was thinking. Uh, yeah. My personal favorite all time is uh, Pokemon White. So, yeah. Well, I so, played that one. Yeah. I, I can mean, add uh, to this. Great. I didn't really play that much. <laughs> but you, you did play Pokemon White. Okay. Thanks, Tim. What starter yeah. did you pick, Tim? What's the starter did I pick? For sure. Uh, tell me what the options were. Tepic. Um, it's like Oshawott, a fire pig. Which is like and, a water otter. And then Snivy. 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 What a terrible choice. Wait, wait, hold on. What was Black? Will's what a Snivy was, guy too. What were the starters for Black? Same. Same, same again? same generation. Tepig, Snivy, and Oshawott. Do you want a picture? Yeah. It was It was the snake guy. That's Snivy. Snivy. Superior. Yeah. my all-time favorite, mostly because, like, I think SoulSilver, either SoulSilver or Pearl were my first games that I actually played, Mm -hmm. but I really got into it when, like, that's when everyone got into Pokemon was Gen 5, so. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's what, that's what's close to my heart, all those, that entire generation. Yeah, I mean, once once you have that first starter experience, it's kind of hard to to break that bond. Yeah, exactly. That's how I've seen it, and I mean, and I have a special connection with all three Gen three starters just because I played Gen three three times before I played anything else. <laughs> uh, so all three uh, mean something to me. All right, wait. What time are we at? All right, we're going to piss Timmy off if we go any farther, so... <laughs> okay. No, I'm loving the Pokemon content, guys. Keep this up. <laughs> so, you know, what's coming up for, for Nolan's future? Um, what what should the people expect? Uh, album coming out next month. Album? Wait, no, wait, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I... I'm just looking to get through this semester and then I'm excited to come home and, and spend the summer at home. Uh, and then, I, I don't know, I'm just trying to take things one step at a time. I, I sort of left most of my, left left most of everything I had at home uh, after graduation and, and started fresh. So just ready to keep, keep um Moving on, as Kid Cuddy once said, keep moving forward. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I'm sure I'm you'll so be back sometime be soon. I and can't I can't wait to see your acting debut. I mean, I'm super excited. I think if if I was thinking of anyone who I think would have a lot in the acting tank, you would be up there. So. That means yeah. a lot, and I can assure you, you will not be let down. <laughs> I mean, if I if I based the last time I saw your acting abilities, it was it was our um, Spanish project. Spanish project, and that was pretty good. I think Honestly, I really that was good. That it. I mean, the Spanish aspect probably wasn't the best, was but really the acting bad. was good. The acting was great. It was, you know, maybe. I mean, maybe if if you're willing, it'd be worth doing a little reaction to that for the YouTube channel. Oh, uh, I would be more than willing if we could maybe <laughs> get our script up and translate it, because my Spanish is probably a little rusty. Yeah, uh, but I'm um, I'm always happy to to 
take a, a look back at the magic book or whatever it was called. That was it. See, uh, El Libro Magico. Yeah. yeah. The magic book. The well, magic book. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks uh, so much for having me. And for everyone else, you can check out more at the website, abodemedia.org. Uh, you know, stay active over there. Jack's got big things coming. Obviously, Jackson running the Instagram to perfection, uh, Bode Media Org. So thanks again, Jack. Thanks, Nolan. And we'll talk to everyone later. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me.